Well, it's a Monday. In fact, this is Flag Day, the 14th day of June, as we prepare for another week. Matthew, good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> How things go over the weekend? Not bad. Nobody passed out or? Well, no. Okay. No. You're talking about the wedding that yeah, I had to yeah, officiate. the wedding. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was so hot. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, the, the couple was great. They, they were, I mean, they, they're just fantastic. Okay. I really, really, truly love them. It's just, <laughs> there was no air movement. Oh, my. No, you know, no nothing. This was an outdoor event. Yeah. yeah. Right in front of the waterfall. It was stifling. Yeah. Heat. Yeah. And you were in your dark suit. Yes. We were under trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, still, it's just. It's, it's, it was a hot. It was so yeah, humid. Very hot. Yeah. But it was good, man. It was um, it was a good day. We got them married. So, there you go. They've started their new life. Yep. And that's the first one for you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Misty came up to me and she's like, first one, probably your last one. <laughs> Not doing this again. Well. I'm glad that got through all right. Yeah, it was good. Also, during the heat of Saturday, the Pioneer Lady Panthers took Man, the state title. Man, how about that? How about that? Took the state championship in two-way softball. Then had a welcome back ceremony. Yep. Saturday night. Boy, that was a lengthy event. I also had my, um, I was, found myself sitting at the kitchen table with the radio on. Is that right? Yeah, listening to that game. How about that? Just like the old days. Well, they pulled through. But, uh, and, and again, you know, congratulations yeah. to that. It's just in uh, 2A. Yeah. It's a 1A school. The school they played was twice their size. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. think about it, twice yeah. the population. Had to come back from behind yeah, the window. Yeah, they were down, you know. But uh, Joe and Skyler are doing an incredible job on the call. So. so we had that. Oh, boy, what a weekend it was. But, you know, the welcome back, you know, we were waiting. I guess I got here about 9.30 in anticipation of putting that welcome back parade on the air. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of drug on. Well, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> okay. It's a, then finally, you know, I, I got notified that they were picked up outside of Logan's Ford at 3524 Interchange, mm. where they're picked up by the Royal Center fire department to make the trek up to royal center ah and that seems to have taken a while and uh, alan and skyler did a good job of covering for that and uh, got the girls on and had a chance to visit mm-hmm. you know with them so what a long day because i know they started their day because uh, jimmy came in saturday morning and said so the Pioneer girls down at Bullshippers taking pictures. <laughs> That's where they had their breakfast, okay? Yeah. So they were yeah. starting down there, and what a long day for those those young ladies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it was, it was very, you know, very hot, you know, yeah. as you well know. You were in it. So here we are, ready for another week. This uh, should be pretty nice today. If you're looking at uh, this time of year, about... 83 for the high and rather breezy. I would say, I would describe this morning as kind of refreshing. Yeah. It feels very nice. Less out. humid. Yeah. yeah. My air conditioner, I'm telling you, it struggles. Okay. The way the, the weather's been, it's been struggling. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm in the 80s in my house with air. Come on. I'm not kidding you. Dang. It's struggling. I think you may need a new unit. No, I think so, yeah. Because it's just struggling too much. And if the temperature's like this, of course, it's, uh, it's okay because it's 73 outside. <laughs> you know? So it can make it 73 in the house. Sure, no you problem. Know, you know. But yeah, I've noticed it's struggling. You know, I should break down and just get central air. That's quite the investment. Yeah, I know. That's quite the investment. But it'd be nice, you know, I guess, to just have that. Yeah. Because the way it is, you know, I set it up. The fan's going. We've got other fans, you know, trying to circulate. A relay fan from the living room yes. to the bedroom. You know, that kind of, you know, it's just, you know. That's how our house was yeah. growing up. We had one central and then all these, like, networks of fans set up. And, and it kind of, yeah. but not really. Just not cutting the mustard. No. So, well, let's see what's going on. I uh, came across this. Ten things you shouldn't have in your home after you're 30 years of age. Oh. Okay. All right. The mattress from your parents' house. <laughs> your mattress should be replaced every 10 years. If you still have the one from your teenage bedroom, let it be known that there are dust mites inside that are older than Betty White. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Inflatable furniture. If you've still got inflatable furniture, that's not good. <laughs> Soft toys on your bed. Okay. You know, your little stuffed animals. Past the age of 18, that's a no-no, according right. to this. Plastic cups, plates, or cutlery. Now, I find that convenient, personally. Right. Come on, man. Avoid washing utensils and cups. Old trophies. Nobody really cares that you won that bowling tournament when you were 10. <laughs> it's time to put it away. <laughs> Whatever. Dream catchers. hard for that. <laughs> yeah. Dream catchers, are they still a thing? But, you know, that that seemed like there was a big run on dream catcher stuff in the early 90s. It's like every, you know, dream catchers were all over the place. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Paper floor lamps. I didn't even know there was such a thing. It says the paper floor lamp is right of passage. When living in a shared house throughout your 20s. I, again, I, I'm not sure what they are. I mean, we have some Ikea lamps that okay. are, like, long and skinny, and yeah. the outside thing is made out of paper. Okay. All right. I don't know if that's I what they're talking about. time to move on. I guess so. <laughs> Anything galactic, like a solar system astrology needs to go. Quilt cover sets with suns, moons, and stars. <laughs> Anything galactic, okay. Cork boards. After age 30, cork is best left off boards and in champagne bottles. So if you still have a cork board leaving notes <laughs> throughout the house, they're out. And finally, shot glasses. Well, okay, I'm confused about cork boards. <laughs> okay. What what's their problem with corkboard? Like I don't understand this. If you use it for leaving messages and so forth, yeah, you know, it's um, install something covered with felt. Yeah, there you go. Looks better than cork, and won't make your home look like a dated dorm room. I think we're splitting hairs at some point here. I think I think we are. 
and then you're not supposed to have your shot glasses on display. <laughs> it was cool when you were 21, but now it's time to be an adult and yes. keep your barware in a cabinet. There you go. Or in the bar where it belongs, if you get a bar. So there you go. Some things that uh, you should be doing now that you're at least 30. You're a big boy, and it's time to move on. Okay. <laughs> it is 6.30. We'll check news next with Karen, and we've got more tidbits on the way. This is Tidbits. Flag day, so uh, get out the flag and let her fly on this flag day, Monday, 14th day of June. We're back with more tidbits. I, uh, by the way, uh, the Chicago Cubs are, boy, they're, they're rolling. They're red hot. 11 games over 500 now. They just swept the Cardinals. Mm. Swept the stinking Cardinals. <laughs> so, uh, just wanted to throw that in mm-hmm. before we continue on. Did you see this story about this guy that... Uh, he, he, he about got swallowed by a whale, okay? <laughs> We've heard this story in the Bible, you know? Story of Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's a lobster diver, says he was nearly swallowed by a whale off Cape Cod Friday morning. He said after jumping off his boat into the water, he felt this huge bump and everything went dark. Gosh. At first he thought he was being attacked by a shark, but he felt around and there wasn't any teeth. He recalls, and then I realized, oh my God, I, I'm in a whale's mouth. That's a sentence you never thought you would hear yourself utter. And he's trying to swallow me. Uh. Then all of a sudden, he went up to the surface and just erupted and started shaking his head. I just got thrown in the air and landed in the water. I was free and I just floated there. I couldn't believe I'm here to tell it. A fishing charter captain on another boat got a front row seat to the whole thing and said... He's damn lucky to be alive. Wow. The lobster diver estimates he was in the whale's mouth for about 30 seconds. So not the three days. No, no. After being treated for soft tissue damage, he was released from the hospital Friday afternoon. Man. Now that's a story that no one can really tell. No. No. Now he did, uh, he was, uh, with help from his son, decided to post... A Reddit, ask me anything on Saturday. So people ask questions. Okay. They're the most interesting inquiries. All right. The question, was its tongue smooth like a dog or scratch like a cat's? Okay. okay. He said, I was in a dry suit, couldn't really tell. Also, the mouth was filled with water. Fair enough. Here's a question. What was your last thought when you realized you've been eaten by a whale? He said... My wife and kids. All right. Here's a, a, a question. What actor <laughs> do you want to play you in the future Netflix movie? His reply, Matt Damon. Good choice. <laughs> this says, how did you get out? That's their first question. Two, were you able to see anything? Three, what bad things could have happened inside which didn't happen, fortunately? He said, one, eventually the whale managed to dislodge me by moving its head and tongue, I think. Right. 
Two, nope, completely dark. Couldn't see anything. Right. Three, I could have suffocated or drowned if I didn't retrieve my regulator in time. Okay. Here's a marine biologist. Here, he can confirm whale literally couldn't swallow a person if it wanted to. Say, I didn't know that. Yeah. Says uh, the whale's uh, esophagus, 48 inches, it could have choked to death on the guy, according to this uh, explanation. What caused the soft tissue damage, the question is? Do you think your legs were hurt? He said, blunt force of the whale's mouth. I could feel it clamping down on my legs. Also, I got pretty banged up while it was trying to force me out. Gosh, I can't imagine <laughs> going through something like this, man. That's just... Oh. See, the ultimate would have been to go through the blowhole. <laughs> you know. And there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate end. Yes. Yeah. That's the, uh, well, that's the, the Looney Tunes yeah, version yeah. is what that is. And this question, what's the feeling of being ingested most comparable to? Is it like being crushed by a couch or being pummeled on all sides? He says it was full of water, and I could tell the muscles of its mouth. He could feel them convulsing around him. Wow. It was a really strange feeling, to be sure. Can't draw a meaningful comparison. That's just the strangest, weirdest story ever. I can't imagine, man. I seriously, I just, wow. Can't imagine. Jump right out of your boat, right into a whale's mouth. What's the odds? Right. Right. Just the odds are just uh, unbelievable. But he survived it. I wonder if he'll go back to lobster diving. (laughs) I suppose he will. What's the odds of that happening again? You know, I... If it does, if if it would happen to him again, he he better buy a lottery. Ticket. What if? What if? Okay. Okay. What's the uh, the old man in the sea? What if this is the opposite and the this guy is that whale's Moby Dick? Oh, he'll come back for him. So that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So he'll be on his list forever. Yeah. I'm going to get you, Mister Lobster Diver. <laughs> Am I thinking the right story? No, that's uh, that's Moby Dick. Yeah, it? that's Moby yeah. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> old man to see what's a different thing. I, I know. Just, I know. Um, never mind that. Okay, but yeah, Moby Dick. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, this um, I, it's just phenomenal that anyone would have a story of that, and then allow folks to ask him questions, <laughs> you know, because you're curious. Oscar-nominated character actor Ned Beatty passed away Sunday. He Saw was that. 83 years of age. Here is Beatty in Toy Story 3. She replaced us. Come on. No, she only replaced you. She replaced all of us, didn't she? (laughs) She don't love you no more. Now, come on. That movie, by the way, all those Toy Story movies are incredible. I love them. Yeah. But especially (laughs) Ned Beatty voicing... Lots of whatever. Lots of, yeah. Yeah. And just amazing. Because he's one of the great, I mean, honestly, one of the great villains of all time doing that role. Yeah. Because when you first meet him, it's like, oh, shucks, we're just here having a good, you know I mean? And then he turns into that, you know I mean? Just, oh. 
<clears throat> but those Toy Stories are the best. You know, I just, I, I love them. And there he was, you know, of course, his story was, you know, he was, you know, neglected. Hmm. What turned him mean. Yep. He used to be a happy fella. Yep. <laughs> and he has a kid. Doesn't he have a cane? Works with a cane. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but anyway, he passed away at the age of 83 on Sunday. Here's some numbers for you. Over 5,800 UPS workers were attacked by dogs last year. Wow. The UPS noted, from nips and bites to vicious attacks, aggressive dog behavior poses a serious threat to postal employees and the general public. All major U.S. cities, Houston, last year experienced the most attacks on letter carriers, 73 of them. Chicago, Los Angeles were second and third on the list, 59 and 54 respectively. California, meanwhile, was home to the most dog attacks in 2020 with 782. Hmm. Are they just letting their dogs just do whatever they please in California? I'm kind of thinking that's... Letting them run rampant. Yeah. Among the pointers, not letting children in homes with dogs to take mail from letter carriers, as the animals may view the worker as a threat. Hmm. So... uh, be aware to uh, keep your dog, because that's got to be the worst part of the job. <laughs> For sure. It's just knowing that, oh, geez, i got to go here. So be thoughtful and uh, keep your dog at bay from the mailman. Now, what do you think of this? When, what's, when is too much too much? The Board of Education at a New Jersey school district decided to strip all holiday names off the school calendar. So holidays like Thanksgiving will not be on the calendar and simply be called so, day off. So you know what? We're not offending anyone. We're just It's just day off. That's all you get, just day off. You know, the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah yeah. and Yom Kippur also stripped off. Hmm. The school board member said if we don't have anything on the calendar, we don't have to, to have anyone be hurt feelings or there anything you go. like that. There you go. They made the move in an effort to not offend anyone who feels slighted by days like reference a person, holiday, or ethnic group. Okay. What? When is it too much, though? I mean, for heaven's sakes. What kind of a society have we turned into? Okay, all right. To be fair, it doesn't matter. I mean, if the school decides to call it Thanksgiving or day off, does it really matter? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, well, you know, I mean, will it affect how you celebrate with your family? Probably not. But if you're including all holidays on that calendar, yeah, you know, I just... Uh, but uh, anyway, that's what... They I mean, do. Christmas has been taken off for a long time. I mean, it's been... Yeah winter break it's been you know we have a winter party i mean that's been you know chris has been off the table for a long time okay see i've not been on the up and up you know with kids and stuff i don't know just figured it's like back in the old days you know you know there's a there's a calendar in the classroom hey kiddies (laughs) only 10 days till christmas you know that kind of thing yeah with a, you know, Santa Claus with a ratty beard yes. telling you. Yes. This, uh, <laughs> from the uh, Westminster Dog Show, a Pekingese named Wazabi won best in show at the 
Kennel Club Dog Show, notching a fifth ever win for the toy breed. A whippet named Bourbon repeated as runner-up. This uh, Pekingese is a fluff ball. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of hair. It says that uh, Wasabi beat out over twenty four hundred other canines Ooh. from two hundred nine breeds. What a lengthy wow. show that's got to be. <laughs> Wasabi comes from the Westminster royalty. The dog is the grandson of Westminster's twenty twelve winner, Malaki. The Malachi? Malachi, maybe. Yeah. The three-year-old canine also with best of show in 2019, the American Kennel Club National Championship presented by Royal Canine. So, where is it, Cannon? Do you think there's some... Cannon. Okay. <laughs> Do you think there's some favoritism going well, on? Well, there's got to be. Like, there has to be, right? It's like you and I, if we judged cookies. Yes. You're going to have your favorite kind of cookie. I'm going to have my right. favorite kind of cookie. Right. And we're going to lean toward that kind of cookie. But I'm just saying, if you go into it and you know that Wasabi is the grandchild of Maliki, <laughs> then, you know, Wasabi's going to get some, oh, look at how fine a specimen Wasabi is. You know, is. Is that kind of crap going on? You know what I mean? Like, is, is Wasabi got a, a leg up <laughs> on the rest because he comes from a former winner? You know what I mean? That's could what, could be, yeah. I don't know. It'd be hard for me to judge. It truly would be. It'd be hard for me to judge cookie baking. It, you know, it just would be. Right. You know, because there's going to be, maybe it's the best of the wonderful kind of cookie that this person makes, but I just am not fond of it. So then they get a bad, bad break. Even though somebody else who may be judging may have liked that. Right. So I couldn't judge. I couldn't choose these dogs. I know there's certain things they look for and certain things that they expect to see, I guess. I suppose. But, I mean, you just got to wonder if, 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 or do they not, maybe they don't know that. And it just so happened that Wasabi. I would think, you know, I don't know. I suppose if you're a judge or something, you're well-educated. You'd have to know it's lineage, right? I mean, I would think so. Because you have to know it's like a purebred. Right. Right? I suppose. (sighs) And finally, fewer young men in the U.S. are in the labor force and more are living at home. The percentage of men 25 to 34 living at home spiked to over 20% this past April, while the percentage of those in the labor force has continued to drop. On the other end, labor force uh, participation by women of the same age increased rapidly for decades, though it's uh, sagged recently due to the pandemic. They're also less likely to live in a parent's home at that age for the ladies. It's the boys that go home. So, okay. <laughs> so the girls are flying the coop. Yeah. The boys are staying there. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Things that you, if you're a parent with a boy in that age group, what you may have to look forward to or living with. You know, get out. Okay. You've been here. Get out. Uh, go get a job all right so there we go some tidbits (laughs) on this monday flag day don't forget yes it is fly your flag all right i gotta go see you man